You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, happy Friday. And uh, I hope you're planning to join us on an Eastside campus this weekend for week two of our series, Building a Resilient Faith. You can find all the service times and locations at eastside.com. Yesterday, we talked about how sin and brokenness entered the world and just corrupted God's good creation, leaving a very bleak, a very dismal scene in its wake. But as we're going to see today, the story isn't over. In fact, if you look closely, you'll find a couple of like windows of hope painted in the midst of this opening section of Genesis. They're easy to miss. One of them that you might want to jot down is Genesis 3.15 and take a fresh look at it because this is the very first prophecy about the main character of this story, Jesus. This is the first prediction of the coming Messiah. This is the first specific time that God the Father talks about his son who's going to come. It's after sin has taken place with Adam and Eve. And now God is talking to Satan, to the serpent. And this is what he says. Listen to it. Satan said, he says to Satan in Genesis 3.15, he says, you will bruise the heel of the seed of the offspring of Adam and Eve, but he will crush your head. You say, what's that talking about? In other words, Satan, there is going to come a time where you will do limited damage to their seed coming down through the lineage of Adam and Eve, Jesus Christ. You will bruise his heel on Good Friday. But on Easter Sunday morning, make no mistake about it, he will crush your head and it will be a permanent blow to Satan at the empty tomb. That's what this is a reference to all the way back in Genesis chapter three. The second hint of hope right after Adam and Eve sinned is they felt ashamed and they attempted to cover their nakedness with fig leaves. But God does something that honestly, it just must have knocked the wind out of Adam and Eve who are hiding from him in shame. The Bible says God covers their shame and nakedness with an animal skin. And most people read that and think, oh, no big deal. You know, they put on some leather pants and a leather jacket. But friends, this is a very big deal. It's the first time anyone has ever seen death. And God was giving us the first glimpse of what would happen one Friday in Jerusalem, thousands of years later. So God takes an innocent animal that's just hanging around the Garden of Eden and he kills it. And then he covers the shame and the guilt and the nakedness of Adam and Eve as if to say, in order for your sins to be paid for, an innocent third party is going to have to make a sacrifice that you should have paid. You see, this is foreshadowing the hope that was to come, the main character that was to come, the one who John the Baptist called the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. God was saying, I know it all looks hopeless right now. It all broke. It was all good and then it all broke, but there is hope. And listen, hope has a name and his name is Jesus. And even as broken as our world is today, even as broken as your life may be today, Jesus Christ offers life, forgiveness, salvation, And because of his blood, the innocent blood of a third party, he can transform you forever. And God wants his story to become part of your unfinished story. His love for you is bigger than you can ever imagine. And I believe the only way to fully discover your story is to experience the power of God's story in your life. Let's pray. God, I thank you for this week that we've had to reflect on these early chapters of the most important book ever written, your word, the Bible. 
I thank you for this book that tells us the true story of who you are, who we are. And I thank you for the story of hope, for the one who would crush the head of the evil one. I thank you for the one who came, Jesus, who gives us hope. And God, I thank you for his grace. I need it every day and I'm dependent on it. We all are. And we lift our prayers today in the name of the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hey, have a great weekend. Hope to catch you back here on Monday. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. 